Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 34 and 1. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. Call a neighbor, call a friend, take some email and tweet them and let them know that we're on the air live. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We want to welcome you to the service if this is your first time. And we do want to encourage you to follow us here on Block Talk Radio or on our various social media pages as well, or platforms. We want to welcome all our listeners also that's been following Voice of Truth for years, and we're so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be with us today. And so we just thank God for this is a day that God has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. At this time, if you need prayer, the prayer line is open. All you need to do is press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. We're going to bring you in for prayer. We ask that you only give your prayer request and your location that you're calling from. And you can press the one at this time, and we will pray for you. And we just thank God for you. If you need prayer, don't be ashamed to seek prayer. We all need somebody to pray for us, the right people praying for us, amen. So if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Don't put your business on Front Street, as I always say, because this is a worldwide ministry, and people listen all over the nation to this ministry. So we want to encourage you not to do that. But if you need prayer at this time, you can press 1, amen, and we'll bring you in for prayer. We do hope and pray that everybody had a great Thanksgiving, amen, and that everything is well, amen. The year is almost over with. Just thinking that it will be the first day of the month of December. So when we look back over our lives, we got a lot to thank God for. Amen. I don't see anybody with their hand raised. I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father, we just give you praise and honor and glory. We glorify thy name for thy worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you that you're God and you're God all by yourself. We thank you, God, that you're able to meet the needs of your people, and we ask you to meet whatever need they may have. We ask you to meet that need, oh God. Oh, Father, God, bless them in every way, I pray in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that you are a good shepherd. And we thank you, God, that you have provided whatever the need may be. We thank you, God, that you are God of your promises. We thank you, God, that you keep your promises unto your people. We'll have mercy upon thy people, O God. Lead them and guide them in the way that you have them to go. Oh, Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your holy word that is alive and active. Help us to pray your word, oh God. Help us to live by your word, God. Lord, we just thank you for the word of God. We thank you, God, for your loving kindness towards each and every one of us. We thank you for your traveling mercies and grace. We thank you, God. And we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, 
All those are traveling back home or flying home or however way, they're traveling. We pray for safe travel, and we pray for your traveling grace and mercy to and from their destination. Oh, God, we just thank you right now for the blood of Jesus, and I ask you to cover every house that's under the sound of my voice, under the blood of Jesus, every house of the believer, I pray in Jesus' name. Their power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you for the blood. Cover every every believer under the blood of Jesus from the top of their head to the very, very soles of their feet. Cover their children, their grandchildren, their seed and generation under the blood of Jesus. We thank you that the blood has not lost its power. We thank you for the covering of the blood even now, God. In the name of Jesus, oh, God, we thank you right now that you're able to do all things but fellows, oh, God. We thank you for the word, oh, God. Help us to live by your word. We give you praise and honor and glory. We call it done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. To God be all of the glory. The message today will come from Ecclesiastics. Chapter number five, and I'm going to start reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear, to give the sacrifice of food. For they consider not that they do evil. Be not wrecked with thy mouth, and let not thy heart be nasty to alter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon the earth. Therefore, let thy word be few. For a dream comes through a multitude of business, and a fool voice is known by the multitude of words. When thou vowest and a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. For he have no pleasure in food. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou should not vow than that thou shalt vow and not pay. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angels that it was an error. Wherefore, should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the works of thy hand? For in the multitude of dreams or many words, there are also divers vanities, but fear thou God. Amen. To God be all of the glory. All of the glory, thank God for the word. Let us be a doer of the word, not just a hearer of the word. And so we just give God praise for the word today. Will your heart and soul say yes? Will your heart and soul say Will your heart and soul say yes? Will your spirit still say yes? 
There is more that I require of thee. Will your heart and soul say yes? Now will your heart and soul say yes? Will your spirit still say yes? If I told you what I really need, will your heart and soul say yes? Hallelujah, praise the Lord. The title of the message today is, Will Will Your Heart Say Yes, as the song says. And so our title of the message today is, What Happened to Your Yes? What happened to your yes? Will your heart and your soul still say yes to the promises that you made unto God? You know, sometimes we make promises unto God, and we make promises unto others of what we will do, how we will do it. Today, to ask you, what happened to your yes when you made a promise out of your mouth to God? I don't know about you, but my heart and soul still said yes unto God. My heart and my spirit said yes to his will and yes to his way. What is your heart? Are you still doing what you promised God that you would do? I want to know today what happened to your yes. You know, the word of God says to us that we and I know I put it in a simple way. We ought not to talk so much. We ought not to promise unto God things that we know in our heart, mind, and soul that we're not going to do. We ought not to make promises of yes unto God when we know that we're not going to keep that promise unto God. We have said a lot of yes to God, but yet we are not keeping the promises of God. We're not keeping the promises of God. So if I'm not keeping my promises unto God, then I'm not keeping my promises to anyone else. I don't know what you have, but I want you to know that God himself will remind you of the promises that you made to him when you were asking him for whatever the thing that you were asking him for. When you said yes to that thing, that you promised God that you would do. God will remind you of the promises that you made to him when you was in a place of desperation. And you said, yes, Lord, if you get me out of this place, if you deliver me out of this, Lord, 
I'm going to serve you, Lord. I'm going to love you, Lord. I'm going to be faithful and committed. I'm going to do the work, Lord. I want to know what happened to you yet. Because a lot of times when we are going through something and we're facing the issues of life, we are kind to make promises unto God. In that place of desert and uh, desperation and in that place of the valley, when we're down in the valley lows, when we're down in that place and ain't nothing going right, ain't nothing acting right, nobody's acting right, everything is turned upside down, we make promise unto God of what we're going to do if he delivers us, if he heals us, if he set us free from this thing, if he brings us out of this thing, if he brings us out of this bondage. If he'll break this yoke off of you, if he'll break you from whatever coming against you and bring you out of that thing, we promise to God what a yes. I'm going to keep my promise, God. I'm going to do this, God. And I'm going to do it the way you want me to do it, God. I'm going to preach every Sunday, God. I'm going to go visit the sick, God. Oh, God, if you give me this money, I'm going to help the needy, oh, God. If you just give me this husband, if you just give me this wife, if you just give me this baby, I'm going to serve you, Lord. If you give me a better job, God, if you give me more money, I'm going to increase my time. Oh, God, if you just help me. I say yes to your will, Lord. My heart say yes. My mind say yes. My spirit say yes, Lord. I'm going to do your will. I don't care what nobody said, Lord. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. I'm going to do it, Lord. Bring me out of this. And so many times we make a promise unto God. And that's what the Bible said. We are not to talk so much. Our words are to be few. We are not to tell God that we're going to do a thing. And then we think that we can get the thing from God and do our own thing and not do what we're supposed to do for God. We don't keep the promise. But God will remind us of the thing that we have promised to do for him. And we, as believers, have to keep our promises unto God. We are not to break our promises unto God. And sometimes we think that we can get away with that, but no, 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 no. We cannot make a promise to God and not keep that promise. Because really what we're doing, we're lying unto God. And we don't want to lie unto him. We don't want to make him angry with our voice. Because if we said yes to him now, everything is going good and money is flowing. I got the husband. I got the wife. I got the baby. I got more money than I ever had. Now I don't want to do the work. I done got slack with the work. My flesh done took over and told me, no, I don't need to do this work. I don't need to do this service today. I don't need to go to church today. I don't need to listen to my leaders. I don't need to obey my leaders. I don't need to do anything but best do what I want to do. The flesh. You know, when we make a promise to God and duty is to do the work, we promise God that we would. We have to keep our mouth. We can't speak as a fool speak. We got to do what we have promised unto God. And 
Therefore, we should let our mouth, don't speak so many words, because God hear the words coming out your mouth. He know what you said in your heart, and he know what you said in your mind and spirit. Because you made a promise unto him. In the multitude of your words, you have spoken unto God. I want to know what happened to you yet. Now, some of us, we started out good. We were keeping the promises of God. We were doing good now. Our ministry and I got big. Now we got money coming in our ministry. We got people following us. We got people listening to us. Now we don't got slack. We're forgetting about the promise. We're forgetting about the true purpose of the ministry. We're forgetting about what we're truly called to do because we're all, all in other folks' lanes. But that ain't the message today. What promise have you made lately unto God? And you promised him that you would do it. You said, yes, Lord. You said, yes, Lord. Now, what happened to you yet? Did you keep the promises to God? And if you didn't, why you didn't keep the promises? Why did you, why did you not keep the promise? Why were we not keeping the promise of God? Many of us today are not keeping our promise to God, but we're keeping our promise to everything else. When you said, or I said, I am going to do what I promised to God. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm Elaine is going to do what I have promised unto God. That's what I'm going to do. And that may, that may cause me to lose some friends. That may cause me to have people that hate me. That may, may cause me a lot of things. But I am going to stick to my yes that I gave unto God. Will you keep your yes? Because I want you to know that when you come to Jesus, for real, for real, and your mind is made up and you fully persuaded to do the work and keep the vow and the promise that you made to God, all things going to fall apart. Everything going to happen because we want to keep you from keeping your promises unto God. And we can't be breaking our vows and promises to God. And some of us are doing it every day. Those words came out of your mouth. Not out of lame mouth, but it came out of your mouth. And you spoke it unto God. Now you're responsible for the promise because the word just told her it's better if we should not make a vow than to make a vow and not pay it. We got to pay up. We have to pay up because he's gonna remind you. You know, a lot of times when we make promises to others, we make promises that, hey, you know what? I love you. I ain't gonna love nobody else. I love only you. You the woman for me. You the man for me. We break a promise. We have to We say, well, you know, I love you to death do a part. After don't. Even in the next room, we declare and decree that we gonna. Meet all the needs, children, our wives, our husbands, and our house. But we don't do none of those things. We never meet the needs that we promised that we were going to make. We lied and want no truth in it when it came off our tongue. And we never, we promised to others that we'll never leave them. That we'll always be their form. But yet, we leave them. And we go to 
to some other place wherever you're going because we think the grass is greener on the other side. And, and so something comes in our lives to steal our yes to God. We promise God if he would do whatever that thing you promised him that you would do, if he delivered you here, you will set you free. What happened to the yes? You know, one thing about God is that he's a God that he cannot lie. Now, God is a God of promise. He's a God of covenant. And so his promises to you and I, he keeps every day. Now, you may not recognize it because you're doing your own thing, but the promises of God he keeps. He does not make a vow. He does not make a promise unto us that he does not keep. He keeps every promise. You know, in the word of God, God said, I, the Lord God, promise to always love you with an everlasting love. That his love for us would never change. Every day of the week, every hour, every minute of the second of a day. God keeps his promise to love us unconditionally, even when we don't want to act right, even when we don't keep our promises unto him. He still keeps that promise of, I love you, my son. I love you. Now God gives us other promises. He says, I, God, the Lord God, shall supply all of your needs. And God does what? He keeps his promise, and he supplies all of our needs. And everything that our family needs, God has always provided it for us before we even ask, because he is a God of promise. So he says, I am the good shepherd. I am your shepherd, and you shall not want. So as supply our needs, he's supplying our want. That's a promise. And he keeps his promise. The Lord God says unto us, I, the Lord God, will never forsake you. And I'm always there for you. He keeps his promise. He keeps the promise to you in your in the good times. He keeps the promise to you in the bad times. He keeps the promise to you in no matter what season in your life, God always keeps his promises unto you. His promises is yes unto you. He never changes. He keeps his promises. God says to us in the word, I, God, shall always be with you in life and after life. In after life. He is always with us. He's always with us. He's a God of his promise. And his promise is yes unto us. But our promise unto him, when we say yes, somehow turn around the N-O. No, I ain't got time, Lord. I'm busy right now, Lord. Oh, I would give y'all some testimony. When I first started ministering, and God had called me to minister, and I had said yes to, to doing the work of ministry, and then I was like, mm, that's too big a sermon. You got to preach on a Sunday. But I, I still said yes to God. You know.
know, because it is a lot of service. You got to preach on Sunday, but you know what? I'd rather do the will of God than to do anything else but fail the Lord. I want you to fail the Lord. I want you to. I want you to get it right. What did you promise to God that you would do for Him? What what kind of promise? And I know a lot of times we make a lot of promises unto God, especially when we are crying out to Him for something. We make promises to God, right? We promise to God, well, you know what, Lord? You bring me out of this, I'm going to serve you, Lord. My, my answer, yes, Lord, I'm going to serve you, Lord. Yes, I'm going to serve you, Lord. And at the end of the day, when God delivers us out of that thing, whatever it is, we start serving little G God. We start serving the job. We would start serving religion and children and, and land and houses and cars and jewelry and, and food and social clubs and social groups and our flesh. We start serving it. We start serving it. We start shaking in the sheets, as they say. We start serving everything but the things of God. We're starting to serve everything but God. We're not keeping our yes unto God. We're not keeping that promise unto him that we made with our own mouth. And that's not a good thing. Well, we promise to love God. We promise to love him. Yes, Lord, I'm going to love you all my day. Yes, Lord, I love you, Lord. You're everything to me. You are first. You're my last. You're my everything. I love you, Lord. And we don't love God. We said them words, but we ain't doing nothing to show that we love him. Of everything else, like all the things I just listed and said earlier, we love our children more than we love God. We love our husband and the wife more than we love God. We love our money in the bank more than we love God. We love them little G gods more than we love God. We love them sin more than we love God. We're shaking in the sheep. We love it more than we love God. We love everything more than we love God. We love the clubhouse more than we love God. But we promise to love him. Yes, Lord, I love you. I ain't going to put no other God before you. I love you, Lord. Same time, we're serving other gods. We got to get it right, y'all. And we promise sometimes to obey God. Yes, Lord, I'm going to obey you, Lord. I'm going to live by your word, Lord. I'm going to obey your word, God. I'm going to live by your word, God. But we don't. We disobey God every day. Well, you done made a promise to God that we were going to obey God. We find ourselves obeying man and man's ways and rules. We don't obey God. It's an offering. Where God tells us to throw it at. We don't spend time with God. We don't commune with Him. We don't we're not intimate with Him. We don't talk to Him. We don't spend time with Him. We don't support the work of His ministry. But we say yes. We don't talk with Him. God likes to talk with us. But we don't talk to God. But we promise. That we would obey God. We don't have time for him, Lord. I, I just ain't got time. 
Lord, I ain't got to the moment. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I'm not going to obey God. God said, go over here, and I want you to go to this nurse home. I want you to go over here. I want you to do this. I want you to sow it to your pastors. I want you to sow a tide and an offering in this ministry. I want you to do this. I want you to go mentor to someone. You don't obey God. You don't go. You don't do it. God gives you a ministry where you can operate in your own gift, and you won't even do the work on time. But you said yes to God. Not a lot of times uh, we don't do what God is telling us to do through our leaders. And when we disobey our leaders that are of God, then we just disobey God. Because they're going to tell you what God is telling you to do and how to do it. We said we're going to obey God. But when we obey God, I got to obey the leaders that he has given unto me. We said yes to it, but we don't do that. We don't love God enough. We don't fear God enough. That's why the Bible says we ought to fear the Lord thy God in verse 7. For the multitude multitude of dreams and many words, we taught many words unto God, and we're lying unto him because we're not keeping our promise. We said a yes. But we ain't doing nothing. And it also said, but fear thou God. I will be afraid to make a promise unto God and not keep the promise. We don't we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We said, Well, oh Lord, I'm gonna love you with all my heart and all my soul, and we love everything else but him. We're not obeying. We're not serving him. We're not loving him. These are promises that we make unto God, that we're going to serve him, that we're going to love him, that we're going to obey him. We're going we're to do the work of ministry when we're called to it. But we put the things of God on the back burner. We say yes to everything else, but we somehow no longer have a yes for the things of God. Now, we made vows. I can say about me and talk about me. We, I made my vows to God, and I plan on keeping them. Now, I know that it might not be easy, but I'm going to keep the vows that I made unto God. As I said earlier, I don't care who don't like it because I made a promise unto God. And if you, if the, if, 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 if the person, the person don't, Accept my ministry, that's all right, too, because I made a yes to God, not unto them. And that's what we have to look at. We have to look at who did I say yes to? I said yes to God. And I got to love him. I got to obey him. I got to serve him. And I can't let nothing get before that. We got to learn that our yes means yes to God. And God holds us responsible for those yes that we make unto him. We can't just say unto God that we really didn't mean to say yes. You know, Lord, I was just in that place. No, you said yes in that place. So we got to get it right. We cannot make promises unto God that we are not going to keep. It says, when thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. We pay for everything else. 
If we look at our checkbook and everything else, we pay for whatever it is. I mean, you ain't going to walk in no store and get all that stuff, and you go up and you're going to make a vow to pay for this stuff that you just bought. If you don't pay for it because you're going to walk out the door, what are they going to do? They're going to put you in jail. They're going to lock you up. You got to pay the vow that we have made unto God. And when you said yes, he didn't make you say yes. You had a choice. Everything in life you got a choice. And everything, 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 you have a choice in it. And you have a choice to do right by God or not to do right by God. But you have a choice. You have a right. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to serve God. I'm not going to obey God. I'm not going to live for God. That's your choice. But if you make a choice to say yes, Unto God, and you're not fulfilling that promise, it's time to fulfill the promise and repent of not doing what you're supposed to do for God. We can do everything else. We can get to our jobs on time. We can do all this other foolishness. But when it comes to God, we always got to know why I can't do what you asked me to do, God. God is going to hold us to these promises. Jesus is on their way back. We got to get it right. We cannot continue to throw God anything when you made the promise unto God. I didn't make it for him. Your mama didn't, your daddy didn't. You made the promise. So when we make a vow unto God, don't think that we ain't going to keep it. And we really don't want God to take his hand off of us. We want to get it right, and we need to pay our vows unto God. We are the ones that said yes. He didn't make you or force you to say yes. You said yes. With all your heart and your soul and your spirit, you said yes unto him. We got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. As it says here, it says, for a dream comes through a multitude of business. Some of us too busy to do what we promised that we were going to do for God. We got dreams, but we got other dreams or other things that are not of God. And it's keeping us busy. It's stopping us from doing the work of God. It's stopping us from doing, you know, like, I ain't got time right now. I can do it another time. Or I can just send it when I get ready. Or I can just get on the line. See, I had to get on the line at 6, 630. It was Sunday. And, you know, even when I have trouble sometimes getting on the line, like when I had today, I had trouble, like, kind of getting on the line, and then I had another problem with the line. But I still had to say yes to God. Because a lot of things, distractions will come, all kinds of things will come. Uh, men and women will come in your life to defer you from not saying yes to God. Things will come. Money will come to make you say, no, I'm not keeping that vow. I'm going to do what I want to do, how I want to do it. Because we're so good at doing our own thing. But the Bible says, suffer not your mouth because thou flesh to sin. It says, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Don't do it. 
Nita said, thou was the angel, that it was an error. It wasn't an error when you said that. You said yes to God. You said yes to God with a multitude of words. You said it with your own mouth. You said it. I said it with my own mouth. I want to know what happened to your yes unto God. And it wasn't an error either. We made a promise. We made a vow. Just like people get married, they make a vow to their husbands and their wives. You made a vow. You you made a vow to love them in sickness and in health, rich or poor, to death do us part. Uh, you promised to love them richer or richer, however you put it. You made a vow in that. And so, so many of us are breaking our vow. You say, yes, I will, or yes, I do. And we do the same thing with God. We tell him, yes, Lord, I will obey. Yes, Lord, I will serve you. Yes, Lord, I will love you. But our heart is far from God. We have no honest intentions in our heart to do what is right before the eyes of God. We said yes, but along the way, Something calls us not to complete the work. You know, a lot of people start off good, but they get caught up in religion. They get caught up in their flesh. They get caught up in the pride of life. Some get caught up in just the issues of life. And don't want to do ministry no more. Don't want to live for God no more. Don't want to serve God no more. Don't want to love him no more. Don't want to obey him no more. Something happened to you yet. What caused you to not say yes unto the Lord anymore? We got to fear God enough to do his work. We got to fear God more than we fear anything. We got to fear him. And we got to keep our promises unto God. If we promise with a yes, we got to do it. If we promise him a yes with our mouth, our heart, our soul, and our spirit, we got to do the work. Because when we said yes to the promise, we filled it. We sealed it with Y-E-S, yes. We even sometimes declared unto the Lord, Lord, I declare that I'm going to do what you said. I declare, Lord. I'm, I'm going to do what you said, Lord. What you need me to do, Lord, I'm going to do it, Lord. I'm going to go do it, Lord. But we don't do it. We don't keep the promise. And we're going to have to pay them vows. We're going to have to pay the vows and promises that we have made unto God. Just like we open our mouth and we said yes to it, now we got to do it. We got to do it. 
and don't let nothing stop you. And, you know, my testimony is when I came in ministry, and I was giving the testimony early, when I first came in ministry, I had so many things that came to me that said, no, God didn't call you. No, God didn't say uh, you are called to do ministry. No, God don't call women to preach. No, God didn't call you. Ain't nobody going to believe it. No. There were so many things that came to me and said no. When I know that God had called me to ministry, all these no's came to me. And I had promised to God that I was going to do the work of ministry. I said yes to him. I said yes unto God that I will do the work of his ministry, that I will do his will and not my will. And many times time we tell God yes, and we say, Lord, let your will be done. Let it be done in the heavens and the earth. Let your will be done. Not my will, Lord, but your will. And what we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, we know it. We're doing our own thing. It's not God's will, but it's our will, and that's what we're working on. We're working on doing our own will. We're not trying to satisfy God. We're not trying to obey him. We ain't trying to love him. We ain't trying to do none of those things. We ain't even seeking his face. What happened to the yes, y'all? You know, and like I said earlier, when I had promised unto God when he called me, there were many types of fears that came. And when I would go out in places and I would go to some of these religious church, they let me know for real that I was a woman. And I remember one time to tell y'all, so I was in the church, it was just full of folks. It was a, a religious service. I, I can't remember, was it a revival or something? I think it might have been some kind of revival. When I went in the church, this particular pastor introduced me as a, a minister or whatever. And so I was with, uh, I was under this particular ministry, and he was a man. And so the the pastor came back and got here and took him on the, on the uh, took him up in the pulpit and then looked at me. <laughs> I said, "That's all right. I'm still gonna do the work of ministry because those things come to keep you from keeping your vow unto God. If I had to say anything to you, I would say to you, don't stop doing the work of ministry because of a voice that's not of God." Those voices came to me to say, no, not to do the work of God, that I would not keep the promise I made unto God, that I wouldn't keep the vow. And I, I, I had a lot of people to do that to me. I had people to say all kind of stuff. I said, I had a whole lot. Oh, you missed Goody Two-Shoes. Oh, boy, when I tell you I had some stuff where people came with me, when God called me in the ministry, and not even that, when I got up and, I, and the God opened the door for me to do the initial sermon, right? And so there I am in this church. I'm trying to do what I said for God. I'm trying to fulfill the yes promise that I made to God, that vow that I made to God, to get up and tell those people in that world at that particular time that God had chosen me to do the work of ministry. And so and once I did the initial sermon, they didn't even like the ministry. I didn't even know nothing about it because I ain't know nothing about nothing when it came to ministry. And I, I certainly didn't know nothing. And I had the street committee to come to me and say, man, why they didn't license you? They know they're supposed to license you. The elder didn't even show up on that day, y'all. 
Any of what it is, I don't have no reason to lie. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. And I had made a promise unto God, and I was keeping my promise no matter what. And I said, well, you know what? I, I didn't worry about it. I, I didn't worry about it. But when God gave me the permission to leave that particular religious organization, then I left, and then I asked God who um, was going to help me because I'm still trying to fulfill the promises of God. And I got a lot of kickback, and I got a whole lot of stuff. And that was everywhere I went. But at the end of the day, my goal was was to keep the promises that I made unto God, those vows that I made unto God. And I had a lot of people. I got a lot of people today don't believe, believe in, in the ministry that God has given me. They don't say, well, they say I can't breathe. They say she can't breathe. She said God calls her. She can't even breathe. She don't even know the word. She can't sing. She can't even pray. You know, I have people today don't even receive the prayer that I might pray. You don't know who I pray for. God didn't say I had to pray like somebody else. He just told me to be willing to keep my vow, to be willing to keep his His will and not my will. Because see, I'm living for Jesus. I'm not living for the world. I'm not living for nobody but Jesus. Because I love the man named Jesus, and I said yes to him. And anybody don't like it, I have to move on because I love Jesus. Because I made a vow unto him with my mouth that I was going to do the work of ministry. And I thank God for my leaders because they helped me keep the vows of God. I love them, y'all. I love my leaders now. You know what? When I came into ministry, I had a lot of problems. And my faith was tested on the fire. When I say on the fire, my faith was tested by families, others, haters, friends, church folks, anointed folks. People mocked me, all kind of stuff. But it didn't stop me because I knew that God had called me. And I knew that I had made a promise unto God that I had to keep. I had to be true to the word. Just like God is true unto us. We got to be true unto him. When we say that we're going to do something, we need to do it. We have to, and I am still doing ministry today, 10 years later. But all those things that came at the start of the ministry, and I'm still going through that, goes stuff a whole lot of stuff. You know what? Your leaders and people that do ministry, that, that I'm talking about those that are real now. There are many fake ones out there, but I'm talking about the ones that are really doing the work of Jesus, those that really have God's spirit. And we have said yes unto him. There are many things we go through that you don't even understand. You don't even understand it. And some of us won't even do it. But I, I, I made a promise to God with my mouth, and I'm going to keep that promise. And I want to encourage you, you got to keep the promise. If you say yes to his will, then continue to do the work. If you say yes to the promise, continue to keep the promise. Because God has a plan for your life, and that is to do you good. But we got to keep his promises. Uh, that We have got to keep the promises that we have made unto him. 
It cannot be our will. We must have no will of our own when we say yes unto him. When we say yes to him, we need to mean what we say. You know, a lot of times we say, I mean what I say. I do what I say. You don't want a piece of this. You don't. Don't do it. What happens to your yes when it comes to God? All the other stuff don't matter. What you promise to God is what we got to do it. We got to do what we said for God with all our heart and soul. No matter what he requires of us, we can do it. And then, and then I tell you, many things will come to keep you from doing what you're supposed to do for God. I mean, do your heart still say yes to him? Do do you do you even remember what you promised to God if he saved you, if he delivered you, if he healed you? What did you say yes to God that you would do? Because the word of God tells us right here, for not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Don't lie to God. We can't lie to God. He said, don't even, neither said before the angels. And please, don't say it was an error that you didn't mean to say it. You didn't mean to make that vow. And it says to us, Wherefore shall God be angry at our voice? Because we're trying to get out of the promises of yes that we made unto God. And we ought to fear him enough. You know, the problem is a lot of us don't fear God for real. But we ought to fear God enough to keep our promises a yes unto him. If you promise to do the work of ministry, do it. If you promise to visit the sick, do it. If you promise God be an evangelist, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, a layman, a deacon, a deaconess, whatever you are, hospitality, person of worship, minister of music, whatever you promise, unto God that you would do for him, then we need to make that happen because we said yes to it. And because we said yes to it, we are responsible for the words that came out of our mouth. Don't come to God with excuses why we are not feeling our promises unto God. We got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. And when we make these vows unto God, please pay it. You're going to have to pay the price. There is nothing in this life is free. We got to pay a price for whatever we say yes to. We got to pay a price for it. Whether it's in the Spirit, whether it's physical or natural, physical or natural, if we say yes to something, 
we got to pay the price for. So when you say to God, deliver me, when you say to God to heal me, when you tell God to heal you, and whatever that thing you were going through, and he did that thing, and you promised him with a yes to seal it. I said, yes, seal your promise. Just like it does if you're marrying a man or, or you're marrying your wife, you seal that marriage when you said, yes, I will. Yes, I do. And it's the same thing when you make a promise unto God. You're saying, yes, I will. Yes, I will do it, Lord. I'm going to do it for your glory. Seal the witch's yes. And God got the day, the time, the hour, and the very second that you made the promise unto him. We got to get it right. I'm going to read this, this scripture again right here. Let's see. Uh, we're going to start at verse 3. For a dream comes through a multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. It's better for us not to speak than to make a promise to God. When thou vowed a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. For he have no pleasure in fooling. It says, when thou vow a vow unto God, a yes vow, a promise, prefer not to pay it. So that means we must pay it. For he has no pleasure in fooling. Pay that which thou hast vowed to pay unto God. With your yes, with my yes. Better is it not that thou shall not vow, that thou should vow, not vow, than that thou shall vow and not pay. So, other words, we need to keep our mouth. So, it's better for us not to vow than to make a vow and not pay it. God will remind us of it. Don't suffer your mouth to sin and lie unto God. Fear God enough that when you say yes, that you keep your promises of yes unto the Lord. Amen to God. All of the glory, we thank God for his word. Don't break your promises that you made to God, but keep the promises that you made to him that you said yes. Unto him. Amen. To God be all the glory. Amen. What happened to your yes? I'm going to go ahead and do the invitation. If you are not saved uh, and, and or whether you're a church girl or backslidden, it's time to say yes unto the Lord. It's time to get our life right with God. I want you to just simply say this prayer with me. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and say, I believe that you live, died, and rose again just for me. I repent of my sin with a garlic sorrow, which simply means I'm turning my life around. And if you said that prayer and you honestly repent of your sin, we believe that you are saved. We want to encourage you to develop your relationship with Christ by reading his word and reading his word out loud, amen, hearing his word. And we want to encourage you to start in the four gospels to do that, to start developing your relationship with Christ. 
We also want to uh, ask you to inbox me or anybody on the WILD team or without WILD Worldwide Ministry, you can inbox us if you have given your life today and so that we can discipleship you, amen, to God be the glory. Because we want you to do all the things that God has called you to do when you say yes, when you say yes to salvation to be saved, and that's where you got to start at, saying yes unto God, that you want Jesus to be your Savior, amen. We want the believers to always say yes to God. And then we want those who are church or those who are backslidden, we want you to get it right today. We want those church goers not truly saved to get saved and say yes to God. Those back, those who are backslidden back into the world to come back to the sheepfold and rededicate your life unto Christ with your yes. We want to encourage you to do that and do it today. The VOT announcement. We want to thank you today for tuning in to our power here on Block Talk Radio. We're here every Sunday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. We are the second half of the Hour Power Pathetic Corner Ministry with Prophetess Martha Williams. She is the first half of the Hour Power from 5 to 6. And then we have for you on Tuesday night one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rao. 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I want to encourage you to get connected to that ministry. Then on Wednesday, we have Faith Calm by hearing what L.D. Banyan Bertha asks you. This on the air live at 3, no, excuse me, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we encourage you to do that. We also want to encourage you to give and give unto these ministries of God. Amen. Plan a seed. You can become a partner for an offering of $25 or more, and you can contact any of these ministries, and we will tell you how to do that. Also, we want to encourage you if you need a leader, you need a mentor, you need a coach, you need any kind of counseling for marriage, uh, how to manage money, or however, whatever you need, how to do the work of ministry. Sure that you're called to minister. We want to encourage you to do that, and you can contact Pastor and Pastor uh, Joseph Rao, Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rao. I think hers is Yvonne Rao, and Prophet is Yvonne Rao on Facebook. So you can inbox them there because we want us to get it right because Jesus is soon to return, and we want to get it right. So we want to thank God for you being here today, and. We just want to thank God for the word today, what happened to your yes. And we're going to get ready to, to get up out of here. If you haven't purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, or I found it in me, you can do that at Amazon.com, or you can purchase them through Goodread. And we're going to thank you in advance for doing that. And we're going to get ready to get out of here now to him that is able to keep us from falling, to present us faultless before his presence with the seating joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Be safe. Be alert. Pay attention to your surroundings. Amen. Know that God loves you. And make sure you keep your yes promise unto God. God loves you. Be blessed. See you next week here at on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed.